It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Gotta let it burn. It's gonna burn for me to say this. It's coming from my heart. It's been a long time coming, but we didn't been fell apart. We really wanna work this out, but I don't think you're gonna change it. I do, but you don't think it's best we go our separate ways. April 1st, April Fool's Day. You doing, doing anything for April Fool's Day? Just, uh, it's kind of, kind of just more of a regular day for me. Nice. It's almost a celebration of me. Oh, because you're a fool. Yes. I get it. Good, good connection. <laughs> I figured it out. Yeah. That was, I was Usher, let it burn. You got the year on that? If you had to Two, guess? 2004. 04. Yeah. It's kind of easy for me to remember some of those years because I moved every three years, so I just have to figure out where I live when the song came out. Ooh, and you got some 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 constraints. I like that. Um, um, it's Burn Week. Jordan, who chooses our music, he's excited that you are, your burns are back on Talking Yanks. So sure. am I. So it's Burn Week on the music here. Burn Week. And that week. Usher song. Right. That, I thought your song was pretty good. Got a little burn. Um, yeah, that whole, I mean, that whole Confessions CD. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's an all-timer. Um, that's when, how when's you, Usher's that's last how you, good song? Uh-oh. Usher's last good song. Change the internet real quick. Got me? Got you now. I should Get just disconnect so my computer can never go to the bad internet. Yeah, that'd be, be good. It'd be smart. It'd <laughs> be good for me. I don't know when Usher's last good song is. I would say it's the one that he did with um, with uh, the artist. The one he did <laughs> with the artist. Fuck, it was like three of them. They te- teamed up, but I think that was like 2004. The one I mean, Usher... <laughs> Who is it? I mean, that's I, old. That's uh, I don't follow Usher's career path. Take that and rewind it back. Usher got the beat to make your booty go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the last Usher song I know. Yeah, I mean, that might be the same album there. Probably. Um, Lil John. That's who it was. Lil John, your guy. Um, there goes my baby. Twenty ten. I think there's a twenty ten album. At- Album looks like Raymond versus Raymond. Um, oh my God! Oh, oh. Him imagine and, him and, so him and Will I am. Yeah. All right. So this Usher song, the confession stuff. You know, it's gonna burn for me okay. to say this, but it's coming from the heart. Two thousand and four is when this happened. DJ got us fallen in love. All right. Two thousand four. 
Yeah, so Usher hasn't done shit for a while. I mean, we're talking we're on nine years now without un- unless I'm missing something. He kind of he discovered Bieber and then did he like tap out? Like, is I he think, just yeah, getting he, Bie- is he just getting Bieber money now? I guess so. So Not bad. We're, we're 15 years out from 2004. So the kid that he had in the confessions is around 15 years old now, right? Sure. Imagine you're 15 years old and you're you're like, oh, let me go listen to my dad's song, right? And the uh, and the the words to that song is um, uh, uh, just when I thought I said all I could say, my chick on the side said she's got one on the way. That's you. You're the 15 year old son. Yes. These are my confessions. <laughs> Wait, where the fuck is the lines I just had? The first thing that came to mind was you. Oh, she says she's three months pregnant and she's keeping it. So that's you. You're the 15-year-old son. The first thing that came to mind was you. Second thing was how do I know if it's mine (laughs) and if it's true? The third thing was me wishing that I never did what I did. Tough to be like, Dad, were you just singing about me there? How much you regretted me and you don't want me and shit like that? It's it's beautiful, man. That's, um, you know, that's life hitting you in the mouth. Yeah. Real real feelings. We need more of that. We need more real. We need more confessions. Why don't you and confess now, to something right now then? And now and now Usher can look at his child so many years later and say, Yeah, you know, I I took the data and I made a decision and now look 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 how happy we are. Yeah. Look this is that. by far the hardest thing I've ever had to do to tell you, the woman I love, that I'm having a baby by a woman that I barely even know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be like the apology song, I think. Yeah, it seems a lot like, woe is me. Yeah, a little bit. It's like, oh, I can't believe I was hooking up with other chicks, even though I love you. But (laughs) yeah, that one chick is super pregnant. Isn't it fucked up, babe? Because I love you so much. It's but I crazy. Was still hooking up with these other chicks. How can something like this even happen? <laughs> when my love for you is so strong, I shouldn't be out there hooking up with other chicks, but I did. Stork shows up at the wrong place. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, good for Usher. Gonna burn for me to say this. How what? It, your- right, let's do. Let's do the uh, the always reliable celebrity net worth. What do you think you got Usher at? Oh, I think he produces a lot of stuff, and like he find- seems like a lazy a hundred million for one of those websites. I, that I seems think- like the number you don't question with Usher. You're like, yeah, I think he's done some really good stuff. I yeah, I think that finding Bieber alone gets you a hundred million, right? Like, I don't if know. He's, what's, he, what's your guess? If he's tapped into Bieber's profits in any way, I'm gonna go higher than we expect. No, but I'm gonna go 150 mil. Okay. Tell me the fake network. Usher net worth, Google search. Wealthy Gorilla, everyone's favorite website, says roughly 180 mil. Nice, nice. And then in the the people also ask section says Justin Bieber and Chris Brown. So yeah, it, there's um there's definitely still a Biebs connection. Um, I almost want to kick click one of these other random websites to see how much different it is. Um not seeing it. Good. Nice little bio on CheatSheet.com. CheatSheet.com. Hey, speaking of rap and hip-hop, 
Nipsey Hussle was murdered last night, which is terrible. All right, I, I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was. Never heard the name before. But, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't have. It's not my, not my realm. Have you? Did you know? Were you a Nipsey Hussle fan? I mean, I wouldn't say I was a fan. I knew who Nipsey Hussle was. Um, and then, yeah, I know you and I, we, we got introduced to a whole world that we didn't know last night outside of Nipsey Hussle. Um, I spent like it? two hours watching Nipsey Hussle videos while I was editing last night. Seemed like an were you awesome, wa- awesome dude. Were you watching Nipsey Hussle or were you watching Dr. Fetty or whatever he, he was tied up in? No, I wasn't. I was watching like Nipsey Hussle interviews and um, videos and biographies and music videos. Yeah, cool. Tall, lanky dude. But uh, yeah, I guess the conspiracy theory is that he was making a biography on this guy, Dr. Febby or something like that, Sebi, who says he came to the American government with the cure for AIDS and the American government said, no, thank you. We're going to make a lot of money off this. And uh, and he was trying to make a documentary on that. I have I have no knowledge of this. So I'm speaking so out of turn here. Perfect. Dr. Um, Sebi is either the world's greatest man in the world or the world's scummiest. Because if you didn't have the cure for AIDS and everyone dies and then they get the cure and you come out of the weeds afterwards, like I had the cure for that the whole time. That's pretty, pretty, pretty scummy thing to build a reputation on. Yeah, I think you're going to want to look into the Dr. Sebi thing because there's something that he like went to court saying he had the cure for AIDS and he like won that, that like court event what do you call that court case like, court case yeah he like won it saying he had the cure for AIDS. so you look at something like that and you're like okay what what does that mean um so i, yeah, really I don't, don't know. i also it's, don't understand go to it seems go to the like hospitals. a modern laugh from the past is what it sounds like go to the hospitals and give all the aids patients the cure i don't understand that's the whole conspiracy james yeah I, i'm not aids aids controls the people I got to figure out, I got to figure out, uh, I got to get more info on this because I'm so interested. I'm I'm shocked. Your two hours you put in on Nipsey Hussle. I I thought that was for sure going to Dr. Sebi. No, no, no. I was just interested in Nipsey. Because you were a suspect in the Nipsey Hussle murder at first. In your head. Well, no, no, no. I mean, there is a consensus. The majority Amongst- of the people in the conversation believed you were a suspect. Yeah. Because you said, oh, I've never heard of this guy, and he's dead now? Wow. And, okay, number one thing the murderer would say. So my grandma's also a suspect. Um, I haven't heard her talk about it yet. Yo, my grandma. She might my, be a Nipsey Hussle fan. She probably thinks you're talking about Nipsey Russell. Dude, my grandma watches the games with me, right? Sure. Um, she, she sees this shirt. Let me grab it real quick. She sees this shirt. Yeah, yesterday we're watching we're watching the game, and she sees a shirt. So I just watch her as she picks up this shirt. I'll show the live viewers, and looks at it. It says "Spit in my mouth, spit in my mouth." Let's go, Yanks. It was returned because the address was wrong or something. So I have it right here. And so my eighty-nine-year-old grandma like opens up this shirt and just looks at it. She goes. Who whose is this? <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a return. That's a shirt we sell. And she 
She didn't even want to ask. I just said it's yeah. a, it's an inside joke of the podcast, and she just said, she said like something under her breath and put it down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, I wanted to film it, spit in my mouth. Let's go, Yanks. My grandma's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll demonstrate it for her. Hey, she can spit in my mouth. I don't think she has enough. Uh, she can barely like talk. I don't think she has enough breath to spit in people's mouth. Spit oh, in Georgie's mouth. Spit in her dog's mouth. Okay. The dog sucks. Not not a good dog. How was your day? How do we do the rankings of the days? Do we do day? Do we do Fridays? Do we ever figure this out? I think we've reverted to Fridays, which I mean, in my head, are years ago at yeah, this I, point. Oh my! And Friday I think that sucked. was supposed to be the fun of it. Oh yeah, you got your ear removed. Yeah, my Friday sucked. Talk about it, dude. So okay, so I said this on Friday's app. Katie accidentally pushed some wax into my ear instead of taking it out. And then I tried to get it out, but in turn just jammed it more in. So it felt like an airplane. Was it a right? Q-tip? What were you using? Q-tip, yeah. They're now okay, banned. Okay, those aren't They're... supposed to be used on your ear, so I know. F- faulty on both of you. I'm the, biggest, I'm the biggest advocate of don't put it inside my hole or even close. Right. Just scrape the outsides. Uh, because my cousin is an audiologist or whatever they're called, ear doctor. Sure. And she's, she's told me the warnings. Anyway, so Friday... Uh, we recorded. I had it was an off day for the Yanks. I had breakfast with my dad. That was nice, mm-hmm. and uh, and my mom and Katie was there as well. And uh, then I go to the ear doctor. So I go to the Minute Clinic, in CVS, and the first one I go to, she's like, "Oh, sorry, I don't have my water thing, so I can't do it. Let me just see if I can get it without the water thing." So she sticks this thing in my ear. Remember how sure. I said I was thought it was going to feel good and like a release. Yes. No, it just feels terrible, man. It just feels like they're sticking a stick deep down your ear. Yeah. So she fucks up my ear, and she's like, I can't get it. It's too deep in there. I need the water to push it. The water goes all the way into your eardrum and then pushes it back. So I go to the next doctor, and it's this dude who sounds like Tom Arnold. Okay. Who just smoked a ton of cigarettes, and is talking like a guy, you know, deep voice. That's not Tom Arnold. It sounds like no. a lot like Tom Arnold, but uh, okay, I can't do it. So he gets the water thing out, man. You have to put on, like, surgical jumpsuits because it's so messy. Mm. So we're in full scrubs, him and I. And he puts this water blaster in my thing. And it, sure. it's, like, a, it's uncomfortable. Like, and the water's banking off your brain inside your head and all that. And then he's scraping away. And as he's scraping away, he's like, man, your ear canal is really roughed up. I'm like, yeah. You just fucking destroyed it. Yeah, I've got I've got an idea what that could be from. You remember <laughs> what we just did? Uh, and then he charges me like way too much money for that to be done. Sure. And then he, he gave me a prescription okay. to help my ear canal. He's like, it might start bleeding. It's really bad in there. And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, you just fucking went to war on it. Yeah. And, you, and he said he got 75% of the wax out. I was like, what? Get all of nice. it. Nice. Fix Huge. the problem. Yeah. Anyway. I go to the pharmacy and he's like, "All right, it's sixty bucks for the eardrops." And I was like, "Scratch that!" <laughs> I just left. So scratch that, reverse it. Yeah. It was a shitty, shitty day. And then I think I just came home and did some work. So I'm actually I'm gonna go with a a three. That was a three out of ten. Wow! After the opening day win, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Lowest day ever. Yeah, it's my lowest day ever. I mean, I got my ear fucked. Yeah. And yeah, I got charged bad. for it. 
Got charged yeah. like 90 bucks to get my ear fucked. I know. Normally you just do that for funsies and you yeah. don't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How was your Friday? Can you even remember a thing? My Friday. Um, well, I remember I, I was kind of in tune with your ear thing. Um, a, interested um, as friend and colleague and other um, significant other. Um yeah, I think it was a come down from opening day. And I think I, I think there was some like know what it was, Jim. We we've been on we've been on like a busy streak. It was like get ready for the baseball season, get everything lined up, like gotta go, gotta do that, gotta do this. That like I think we there was just like a couple things I had to do Friday. But, like, pushed him off, and then by the time we convened, because your ear thing had turned into a whole thing, mm-hmm. that it was just, like, I had that feeling like I'd been, I'd been not locked down all day, but, like, I felt like I was tied to the desk, even though I didn't have to be, so I guess I was a little mad at myself. Um, I don't know. It, it, was fr- it, was, it was also weird, because we had opening day baseball, which is, like, huge for us, which was, like, a six-month wait. And then the Yankees had an off day immediately after, and it's like, <laughs> okay, all the other teams still get to play baseball, and we're not? This is kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, but they always do that in the outside stadiums. Like, we have that coming up versus the Orioles as well. One game, then off day, then the next two. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean they didn't do that in Seattle. I mean, their, their climate's they, not as... They not, have a roof. I, does it does it close in Safeco? They bring it in and out. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good for Seattle. They're paying that Starbucks money. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. I I don't know. It's uh, it's it's weird. It's still it's still weird, and I don't like it. Mm. There so, you go. So what's your score? Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Five. Five three. Your height. When I die. Um. Yeah. Or right now. Could die today. You never know. No. If I die of old age, I'll be five three. Do you ever think, like my grandma's shrinking? Right. I kind of want to shrink. Like, there's one age I want to get to. If I hit eighty, from eighty to death, if I hit eighty, I okay. just want to be rapidly shrinking. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. I think if you start shrinking, it comes around like, I think it starts with a five. Oh, yeah, my dad lost an inch already. He was pretty upset yeah. about that. Yeah. How crazy is it that it's just like life weighing you down? Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Every day, man. You understand the gravity of your illness. All right. What's, uh, what do we do next on this show? Okay. Tri-State News. The Mets beat the Nationals to open their season 11-8 victory on Saturday. They lost on Sunday, could not get the sweep. Wheeler had, I think, a rough game. I didn't see any of it. And Patrick Corbin, new toy for them, had a pretty decent start. Six innings pitch, two earned runs for the Nationals. The Yankees lost two games to the Orioles. If you want to hear about that, go listen to Talking Yanks. It's a brutal time. That was a good episode, though. The Knicks lost to the Heat. The Nets beat the Celtics by 14 as they're gearing up for their playoff push. Chris Stapps Przingis is charged with rape. 
uh, all alleged and all hearsay and whatever now, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty brutal story. And the Rangers and the Devils may have played some games. No one cares as they snuggle up at the bottom of the division standings, both eliminated from the playoffs. What do you like here? Oh, Uh, the Mets opening up is good. Remember when the Mets opened up last year, 11 and two, and it was, they were going to be the best ever. Yes. The Mets opening up versus Nash and beating the Nationals is fun. Yeah, and it was some good baseball, and they had it. They had a chance for the sleep sweep. I'm pretty sure the Nats walked off. Um, but yeah, I, I, and it, this still surprises some people that we like the Yankees and we support the Mets. But like again, and not in the cocky, arrogant way, but like not rivals. We we yeah. play in the same town. Like the Jets and the Giants aren't rivals. They share a stadium. I think some people think they're rivals. No, not at all. I think, like, Jets fans, like, between the fans, not the teams on the field, but I think the fans don't like each other. Yeah, but then, I mean, that's, and and, and that's fine, but, I mean, it's it's the level, like, people are talking Jets, Giants, maybe trade with some of the draft pick stuff going on. I don't know. Um, I the, the Mets are kind of fun. They added Cano. He got Scherzer on their opening day. That was pretty cool. Um yeah, I'm I'm hoping the Mets can put a season together. That the NL East, man, one of the teams is going to be a huge disappointment cuz you can't have four teams be really good and like the Phillies, Mets, Nats, um and the Braves all think they're going to be really good this year. So The Braves got got swept. It was 5 to 2 going into the 8th and the Mets put together a rally. There's one play where uh it just goes right out of the beat out right like tip of the glove of the shortstop for the Nats but Cano was part of it I mean the Mets they got a decent squad I mean when uh when what's his name Cespedes comes back it'll be interesting yo yo yeah like that's that's kind of the thing and that's one of those and I'm I'm working on Jim if I write a book it's going to be passing baseball on to the next generation and it's going to be you know, if if the Mets this year can keep things above 500, even playing better, uh, decently better than 500, and Yo-Yo comes back, like, that's something, like, the geeks can measure that in war and stuff, but, like, that emotion you feel as a team, actually, like, feeling like you've done it and you kept the ship afloat for one of the most feared hitters in the league to come back, um, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm rooting Mets, babe. Yeah. I just watched it. The Nats won on a walk-off. I wish I knew that before I did this. Wilson gave it up, and Turner hit the walk-off home run. The Mets came back. They were down 5-2. They tied it up 5-5 in the, in the bottom of the eighth, or the Mets top got, of the eighth, and then give off a walk-off. That's a shitty feeling, but whatever. Mets got that good, that good, good. Hey, the Yankees would take a, a, a little comeback of their own. Um, the, the, yeah, the Yankees, we're fine. I'm, I'm fine now. We're fine now. Fine now. Tough start to the season. But, I mean, then you look around, it's like the Braves got swept. They think they're supposed to win. Yeah, I mean, everyone's doing their – Jim, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but the the 9 Yankees lost their first series to the Orioles, 
and went we're one and two to start the season or something like that. So people are doing that. You Yankee can do. Fans I, are doing I bet the I ninety eight Yankees. I hate that stuff though, because I yeah. bet I can find twenty losing seasons or not World Series seasons where they lost the first three games too. It's nonsense. Oh, absolutely. It's um, it's funny because people people are using it as like a fun stat, and it's just like no, baseball's just a really long season. Yeah. yeah so, um. Knicks are so bad. Um, we didn't even really want to record talking Knicks last night because all we wanted to do was talk about Zion and stuff, which we're actually going to do later today, um, which is fun. And the Knicks might not even get him. They have a 47% chance to get the fifth overall pick. So that's still the Knicks nightmare. Speaking of Knicks nightmare, Chris Stapps uh, with some rape allegations, and now it's become this whole timeline thing. What did the Knicks know? When did they know it? Did they tell the Mavericks? They did, apparently. The Mavs were informed of all this. The part that's kind of bizarre that's been leaking out today was that, like, um, the allegations, like, the person who's charging Chris Dapps, their lawyers came to the Knicks and were like, hey, Knicks, like, you guys need to mediate this. And the Knicks were like, I don't think so. Like, go talk to Chris Stapps and his lawyers. Like, yeah, we wiped our hands of this. Can you? We're, I don't we're know. A, we're a basketball. Th- I think everything that's come out so far has been they've done the right thing. Like, someone came to them and they were like, "Okay, that's bad, but you have to take that to Chris Stapps' lawyers." Like, we're the Knicks. Um, so I I don't know. Everything right now sounds like the Knicks follow procedure, and they did inform the Mavericks. That this was ongoing, um, there's some, we'll see. It, there's it's, some, it's 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 one of those tricky things where timelines and a couple emails or texts could <laughs> could be really bad for any party involved. Well, I mean, Chris Tapps, he's looking at like a terrible if it's true. The, the, yeah. sto- the story is that it was the night he he hurt himself. Right, it's night after he tore his knee or whatever. He and then tore his ACL. Yeah, there's a so documentary. There, it's like the weird things because there's like a documentary talking about him and his brother talking about they got like drunk that night, did like shots, and it's all this night. But the the crazy part is, is people are saying that the 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 woman who came forward that like there's a lot of the, the it's been vetted. This isn't brand new. Like it's not like she said this. Now we're hearing about it. this has been going on for months. And she supposedly has all the receipts and stuff from hush money and payments and all that stuff, which that's damning. Because if if she has that and Chris Stapps people were going to pay her off, that's not a good look. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we need to see everything come out just like all these cases. Um, it's not good for anyone. Currently. I didn't know that. I didn't know what you just said, that the Knicks had told the Mavs like, hey, there's this case going on. Yeah. Yeah, that actually looks really good for the Knicks, I think. Yeah, not a knock on wood. And I mean, it's the Knicks, so you expect the worst. But so far, it sounds like they haven't been involved in any funny business. It sounds like, again, the the weird part was like, however, it came to the Knicks. They were like, all right, Knicks, you guys have to deal with this. And the Knicks were kind of like, no, this is a Chris Stapps thing. Um, but as long as they informed people that it was being taken or it needed to be taken care of, and they weren't any brushing it under the rug. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. But pretty pretty terrible stuff as of now. Um, I mean, we'll, we're going to find out the details in the coming months, whether it's real or just allegations or what's going on. But not a good look. Not, no. One of the worst looks. One of the worst looks. 
go into the, the national news. Sure. Jimmy James John Boy March Madness or March Sadness, depending who you're rooting for. Michigan State Sparty with the big win of the weekend finally takes down Duke, who kept just surviving games this tournament. They almost snuck out of this one. Michigan State wins 68-67. We have Texas Tech going to the Final Four for the first time. They beat the Zags. Auburn also going to the dance for the first time. They take down Andy's Cats. The Red Sox re-signed Xander Bogats for 7-132. Um, Virginia beat Purdue. Virginia's boring. They might win it all. That kind of sucks. Um, I don't know. UConn women, baby. We missed them before. They're going to the Final Four again, 12 straight. I didn't watch a lot of these games because of the Yankees yesterday because it got rained out and shit. But whatever. Um, Auburn. War Dam. You excited about that? What War game, Dam Eagle. What, what, what result excited you the most? Ooh, interesting. Which was result it Duke, excited Was it Duke me? losing? Not really, man, because I like Zion. Zion's like my favorite player to watch ever. Um, like the stuff he does is unbelievable. So no, not having him in the final four, that sucked. Um, yeah, man, I guess most exciting result is probably Auburn. And that's, I, I mean, I, I kind of like the cats. I like the kid hero on their team. Washington played well. He was nicked up. That game went to overtime. Um, the Purdue, actually the Purdue Virginia game was awesome. Yeah. Right? I was, I caught the end of that one. That was really that, fun. That game was awesome. Everyone was making buckets. It was a lot of fun, but, I mean, everyone was kind of rooting for Purdue at the end. And then Virginia star player Kyle Guy, he uh, he kind of went Russell Wilson God mode right after the victory, which was tough. Um, I, I, mean, I mean, good for him, but it was just like, I mean, after all that good basketball, you're just, you're just going big man upstairs right off the rip. But uh, <laughs> I didn't hear that, so. Yeah, you uh, you wouldn't be a big Kyle guy guy. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I'm excited, Jim. You know, I I'll say this and I'll never do it, but I'm I'm trying to bait one of our listeners into doing it. I want to say it was like the first. So the episode would have been the Wednesday after the Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember this, but I was complaining that like I was looking. I was looking for college basketball, or maybe it was the Tuesday after the Super Bowl, and I was like, all right, football's over, I'm kind of ready for college basketball, and there were no games on, and then I mentioned as kind of a throw-in, the one game I did end up watching was Texas Tech, and I was like, man, they look really good. Like I, The game I saw them, I think they played TCU at Tech. Uh, Lubbock was going nuts. The arena was jumping. They were throwing like really cool alley-oops and stuff. And I was like, yeah, TCU must be really bad because they made tech look amazing. And now they're dancing. They're in the final four, their first ever final four trip. I saw their coach get interviewed this morning. He looked as like plain Jane of a college coach as you can get very serious 
very straightforward, but man, I'll tell you again, I, I think I said this before Lubbock's out there, man. So for them to put together, they're going to the final four this year. And I forgot this, they were in the elite eight last year. So really good basketball years for Texas tech. What's the final four? Like, let me just, let me just make sure I got this right. Virginia, Texas tech, Auburn, Michigan state. Bingo. Is Michigan State the only known basketball commodity, really? Or is Virginia, to a degree, Virginia they're counts? The, they're the only school with a title. Because Auburn's a football school. Auburn and Tech are football schools. And Virginia... Michigan, Michigan State's kind of a coin flip. But, they, but their basketball... I mean, they got Izzo. Their basketball program is, like, one of the basketball schools you think of. Yeah. Yeah. In, in recent years, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're the only basketball program. That's why, I mean, people, you saw Kentucky sit in there. You saw Gonzaga sit in there. Everyone figured those teams were going to get there. Um, dude, doesn't Michigan state and Izzo have some crazy like sweet 16 or final four record? His, uh, I think their big thing is that he's only had one senior. I forget if it's one senior or one senior class that hasn't gone to the final four. Oh, if you go, if you play for four years at Michigan yeah. State, you'll go to the Final Four. There was only one year where it didn't come true, right? Correct. That's crazy. He got so, so much yeah. shit for screaming at his player too. Yeah, he got he got that. He was kind of tied into, if you remember the the like Larry Nasser stuff for a little bit, because he was Michigan State and people were coming at Izzo, and he had a couple. I won't say he had bad press conferences, but he had kind of this. This old man, like, I don't know what you're talking about look on his face, which has normally in the past <laughs> meant that old man knew what you were talking about, but he was actually, like, out of the loop and not involved, which was kind of good for him. Well, which was very good for him. Um, very bad good. for everyone else. But, um, yeah, Michigan State is the only, like, basketball program that's there. Virginia has been good in recent years, and they have a history. They keep showing Ralph Sampson on the sidelines at the games, but like they haven't been to the Final Four since 1984 or something like that. And yeah, Auburn and Tech are football schools, or as as programs that don't like them say, want to be football schools that are going to their first big dance. So kind of fun. It's uh the the big thing that everyone will be pushing, Jim, is the contrasting styles. Auburn plays as fast as they can. Bruce Pearl's hilarious. I mean, just sweating on the sideline. Did you see his sweat from yesterday by chance? It might be not, worth the Google. Did not. I mean, very Bruce Pearl sweat. Yeah, nips up. Um, the shirt was just a different color, um, which was kind of interesting. Oh, uh, yeah, one of the best sweaters in the game, Bruce Pearl. Dude, he looks. I've been there. It's cr it's great that he can just embrace it and say this is who I am. Yeah, uh, I once well, wore I at Central. Uh, the history classes were in the I forgot the name of the building, but you know the ones across from Domino's. Yeah, old as buildings, no ACs. I once w had the mistake of wearing a gray shirt, which is all my shirts are gray basically. Right into class, and I was dripping onto my paper, and I was a sight like. People were turning their head and then tapping and like slowly turning their head. And I was just sitting in the back row. My, my shirt was a new color. I was like Bruce Pearl and I was dripping sweat. And I just shrugged and I said, like, I can't fight this. Yeah. There's no AC in this room. It's 95 degrees out and I'm wearing gray. Yeah, 
at a certain point, I think that affects like your profession choice. I think that's why Bruce Pearl had in basketball coaching. I think that's why you're doing what you're doing right now. Um, the sweat kind of runs it. Um, it's, it's, I mean, that, that, that is half a joke that you're saying. No, I, I would never that was take zero a, joke. <laughs> yeah. I would never take a job where I have to wear a suit in the summer. I would like, that's, I don't care how much, I mean, actually there is a number obviously, but it would have to be substantial to take a job right. where I have to wear a suit. Like I look around New York city sometimes and I see these young kids like 24, 26 who are just getting into like the business world or. Just sure. like a fucking salesman in New York City that has to wear a suit during the day, yeah, that blows. I would never take that job. I mean, let's put a number on it. Do the, I hate the job? The, the okay, I got this. The Yes Network, they they love you. They're like, man, we we've seen the Yankee stuff you're doing. It's a lot of fun. We uh we've got this idea. We've been looking for the right guy to push it. It's kind of this Billy on the street Yankees edition. You're going to be running it, but we need we need you, you know, we're the Yankees. We need you a full suit and tie kind of running around the streets of New York in the summer. Running around the streets of New York in the summer interviewing people? Yeah, suit that's, and tie. That's fine cuz the sweating becomes part of the bit easily. Okay, you're you're involving it there. Yeah. You just run up to people and say, "Look how sweaty I am. Do you like the Yanks?" Dude, Billy on the street, what a gig. Actually, it's pretty hard to do, to be that oh, la- yeah. loud and mean and annoy people in public, because we're so bad at that. Yeah, I mean, you're just extremely on your toes, and I mean, his his knowledge with pop culture is insane. <laughs> like, He's got to get people feeding him those lines. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, but at the same time, like, think about how much he's ad-libbing. He's playing off the person. Yeah. Like, crazy. I think he just likes pop culture. Like, I don't know, someone would like Major League Baseball or the NBA or something. Like, he just knows it. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. All right, let's go to half. Sure. I averaged out our days, Jake. Do you want to know, who do you think has the higher average day right now? Since we've been uh, keeping me. track. You. Yeah, it's me. Because my average is, my base is higher. Did you level it out? Did you do one of those college GPA things? No, I just did equals average on the yeah. Excel sheet. Yeah. I said my average my average day is I try to be a six. Yeah. Your yeah, average day, you, you try to be a five. I mean, that's the whole difference right but there. But you have a bad day once a week. I don't. Oh, yeah. My average, is high, my average is higher than yours so far. That's my gift to the gods. I'm at a 5.69, and you're at a 5.39. Well, yeah. yeah. Look at me. But now I have emotions back in my life with baseball, so we're okay. We're gonna be fluctuating. We're about my, to ride the roller coaster, dude. Yesterday, let me give you a little, little snippet into my life. My okay. grandma loves watching the games with me, and I cherish that, and I really enjoy that. Sure. She she just like I don't even know how much she absorbs or pays attention to the game. She kind of she notices when runs are scored. Like I'd love Same. to be like her mind. Like that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> um. She comes over and it's the rain delay. So we got an hour. So I'm working here, sitting here, and I got the couch there. She brings her dog over, who's a nightmare. And then Zimmer was sleeping in his bed. So it's me sitting here working. And then I have two dogs and my grandma 
just sleeping and snoring. <laughs> yes. If someone was to walk into the house and see like that just everyone was in this one one of the smaller rooms in the house and there's two sleeping dogs, grandmother sleeping, snoring so loud and me just like writing some Yankees vlogs or making some videos. Like this is bizarre. You can do whatever you want in this life, man. Every time I go live, I kind of wake her up because I start talking. And I was talking to Periscope. There's like 200 people on the Periscope at one point yesterday. About 20 minutes in, I'm talking to people. She just goes, who are you talking to? <laughs> she she was hoping it would pass, but it didn't. So then yeah. she got involved. Because she, she's probably like, oh, he's probably making a video or doing something. And then... Yeah. So, But then usually... I'm not responding to people, I guess, if I was to be like doing a podcast by myself. Right. And then I started answering questions. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I go, Grandma, do you want to say hi? There's 200 people here. And she goes, no. 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 <laughs> Easy no. Easy no. So, yeah, it's fun life. 162. 159 left. Good. I read the news today. Oh, boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A Ukrainian comedian who plays the president on TV wins the first round of real life elections to become. Actually, I don't know. President or some form of government official. As Mount Everest glacier, as the Mount Everest glaciers melt, the dead bodies of past climbers are emerging. Sounds like a horror movie. A lunatic kamikaze crashed his plane into his wife's baby shower. Nuts story, Jake. A man was arrested for fighting with himself, liar liar style, pulling down his own pants at a South Jersey Wawa. Been there. Decades of decades worth of frozen human poop at the Denali National Park in Alaska are about to thaw out thanks to climate change, and denim diapers are now a thing. I read the news today, oh boy. I think uh, I think we got a lot of scare tactics here, Jake. A lot of a lot of climate a lot of uh, climate change truthers coming out of the woodwork. Like, oh, you don't care about the animals. You don't care about the earth. What well, do you care about? Dead bodies falling down Mount Everest or shit just leaking into all of Alaska? Does that raise your awareness? They're just desperate to get people to care about climate change, and they're throwing all these stories at us. Yeah, that's not going to make anyone flinch at all. Um, no, sixty-six tons of frozen feces left by climbers on the Alaska summit is expected to start melting out of the glacier sometime. In the coming decades. Um, yeah, poop, man, poop, I don't poop, know. Poop waterfall. Poop waterfall. Um, shoddy no, band t- name. My town in uh, Livermore, California, has got the poop plant. And it was way on the outskirts of town, but the town keeps growing, so they keep building. So right. my, my sister did uh, cheerleading and gymnastics right across the street, and there's this little plaza. It's actually where I ended up working as an adult later on. And one summer, summer of 2006, I believe, the poop plant, like, had a leak or something malfunctioned. And that, in, I might have told this story on here because it's crazy. That whole neighborhood just smelled like shit. Like, when you drove there, you had to turn off your AC, 
turn close up the windows about a mile out and then drive there in like your hot boxed car just so no air would get in because you were driving through a toilet. They actually ended up having to pay. They had to pay all the customers, all the businesses, and the people that lived there. They had to give them some money for the inconvenience. It's not a bad deal. No, smell some shit for a couple months. Get get some money. Yeah, depends on the amount of coin. Just, I mean, after a while, you just get used to the shit smell, you know? That's um, how they live in India, I think. Ooh, um, offensive. Um, yeah, your Ukrainian guy here plays plays president on TV, and Jimmy was running for president. 30% of the vote, which if it's like a primary, I think that's like a big number. Yeah. Um, and good. Fantastic. Just, well, they're just stealing our shtick. I mean, the U.S. votes real, reality stars as president. Do your hey, own thing, Ukraine. He's a comedian, okay? Comedian and reality stars are very different. So This don't. is like that Robin Williams movie, Man of the Year. He played like a uh, David Letterman type host Robin Will- in the movie, and then Robin yeah. Williams runs for president. I, I think what we're seeing is uh, the ridicula- ridiculousness of putting one person in power, which we've kind of known. Like, that's the whole reason kings and fell out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. Um, but, hey, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of an anarchist. Like, yeah. I was going to say something else that's, that is an opinion that I only say to close friends. And, and those people get so mad at me when I say it. Sure. This is what happens when you give every citizen a vote. Ooh, wow. There's so yeah. many dumb people in the world. Yeah. That's... And to say to think that their votes count the same as people who think things through and are logical is insane. Well, yeah, I see why people get mad about that. Oh, yeah, people hate when I say that. Because, you know, yeah. de- democracy, everyone gets a vote, every voice matters. That's, that's beautiful. It's like... That guy's vote matters as much as my vote. Yeah. When I was 18 and my mom would be wow. like, vote, vote for this person. That counts the same as like yeah. the 50 year old business owner who's voting for like his life. <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah. But yeah, that's not a popular. People get mad at me. They say I'm un-American and all that. Yeah, shit, it's un-American. So. It's almost elitist to a degree. I like seeing it out of you. Oh, I'm in. I'm of the people that shouldn't get a vote. Right. Right. So I'm not um, being elitist. But then I think people would spin that back at you and just say, well, if you can be informed on baseball and stuff, be informed on this. And yeah, I Artie, tell those people, hey, I don't really care, though. Yeah. Artie Cruz has a good point. He said, in your defense, I agree. But giving someone the power to decide who can and can't vote has not worked well in the past. Yeah, that's that was very that was true. How, that was how America uh, weaponized racism back in the Jim Crow days. You had to be, you know. Pass a pass a uh, re, what is it? What do I always say? You born a literacy test. So yeah, they yes. I'm not I'm not I'm not in favor of that. I'm just saying, I don't know. There's not a proper way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, I I think it it'd be interesting to see how presidents develop over our lifetime. You wonder. We talk about how slow politics change. Um, like, imagine a world where there wasn't a U.S. president, slash it just becomes a figurehead. The queen is still something in England. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, well, she's awesome. Yeah, she's just hot. 
Um, what's going on with this kamikaze? Sh- oh, yo. showing up a little late to the wife's baby shower. No, check this shit out, dude. Okay. okay. No one died in this story besides the kamikaze, so we can Boring. share it. Jake, this is a, a wild story. Everyone strap in. Dude goes to a baby shower with all his friends and family or whatever. His ex-wife, I believe, showed up, okay? Or his current wife. And he didn't want to see her there. So he immediately leaves the party, goes to uh, the Kalahari Air Services, and steals a King Air 200 aircraft, okay? So this guy's wife showed up to the party. He didn't want her to see her there so bad. He went and stole, a, 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 I don't know if it was military, but it's a national aircraft Right. And then he's flying it as low as possible over the border. And he calls his buddy who's at the baby shower and says, hey, what part of the house is my wife standing in? I'm about to crash this plane into her. The dude on the other end of the phone yells out to the party, run, run. So the 60 people run and get the fuck out of there. And then the dude crashed the plane into the baby shower. He killed no one because they all ran. But he died. This is the best outcome because now, like, that guy's dead. Because thank God. And no one else got hurt. So thank God. But holy shit. Yeah, so I think think details that that people and myself were wondering, where was this? This was in South Africa. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Botswana, girls Botswana have fun. Um, and the guy was a pilot. Um, so that's how he was able to get the airplane. Yes, um, but he, yeah, yeah, it's not like a random guy. Like, Yeah, I think that's I, I, still, <laughs> still a pr- pretty important detail because a r- random guy just grabs a plane and flies it for the first time and then does so well he flies it into his own house. I'd almost want to give him kudos there. So I think no. that is an important detail. Um. Yeah, the husband and wife had a dispute that turned physical, and then he uh. Yeah, he doubled down. So that's uh, that's insane. There's a video of it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just flying so low, and then they cut like the crash part, and they just run up, and you see like the fire and the buildings. But yeah, a huge. Win for this wife. Imagine if she knew that was going to happen. I always knew it. I knew that's why he was a pilot. No, she's like, I'm going to show up. He's going to kill himself when I show up. And then I'll have my kids and this lunatic will be off my hands. Well, when you say, I mean, he was trying to kill her. So, no, I don't know if there was as much planning as, as you're detailing there. No, I'm saying, um, Jim, but Jim, what's 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 the website people can go to if they want to check out this story? Uh, crazyshit.com. www.cs.c. Uh, how about like the balls of calling your friend and being like, "Yo, where's my wife? I'm gonna crash this plane into just her." Like, what is this? This guy. He had doubts while flying. Yeah, th- that, that call, was to- 
that was totally his id or one of those psychology things being like, all right, I'll call my best friend. He'll know I'm not fucking around because I've mentioned this airplane act before. So he'll actually clear everyone out. Everyone will know how much I hated my wife. No one will actually get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Good guy. End of the day, turned out he was a good guy. Yeah. He just was suicidal, which is sad. Yeah. So there's a sad story now. Call in for help. Do you remember that story a couple months ago where the dude stole a airplane in Alaska and was flying all over? I don't know. And then there was he was talking to the radio guys who were trying to call him down, and uh, it was like a suicide mission. I don't know. It's a pretty crazy story because you could hear nope. the whole conversation. It sounds like this guy was depressed and he w- instead of he was so depressed that instead of calling when he called his friend instead of being like, "Hey man, like I'm doing something crazy." Because we're saying that psychologically that was a call for help, right? Or that was like a warning. Uh, that was a warning to everyone else. It wasn't but, for himself. But he couldn't even say those words out loud. It was just, where's my wife? I want to kill her. Like, that was his way of trans. He still had to be a badass about it. Where, where, in, where, where in the house is my wife? I'm going to fly the plane in is what just I've got that, from just, the call. And I think that. that's enough to clear everyone out. Yeah. Well, good for the friend for answering his call. So that's a huge answered call. Don't want to miss that one. Yeah, I'm I'm not answering that call. Um, <laughs> dude, we're at the same party. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're dead. You didn't answer. You're dead. You're good. Uh, this man uh, doing the Jim Carrey liar liar at a Wawa, just fighting himself. He pantsed himself, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. You just in a fight with yourself. Fucking, in, I'm going to embarrass you, man. Pants yourself. It's pretty good. 37-year-old Jason Kramer was under the influence of something. Um, yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. If you're fighting yourself at a Wawa, which includes pantsing yourself as a tactic, yes. Mm-hmm. You're on something. What's the liar liar code? Isn't he just like, I'm kicking my own ass. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, some great. Hey, if if you're if you ever see that on the TV and you're around that scene, it's almost a much watch. Jim Carrey looks like he really beats the hell out of himself. He probably did. He probably did. And we're we're seeing some of that nowadays. Do you want me to play wow. your favorite scene from Liar Liar the Roast? Uh, you can if you want. I know that you like it a lot. Fletcher has just been telling me how much he thinks of you. Well, why don't you tell Mr. Allen? Well, what do you think of him? He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Retard. <laughs> and you, Tom, you're the biggest brown nose I've ever seen. 
You've got your head so far up Mr. Allen's ass, I can't tell where you end and he begins! You have bad breath caused by gingivitis. You couldn't get a porn star off. Your hairpiece looks like something that was killed crossing the highway. I don't know whether to comb it or scrape it off with a shovel and bury it in the line. Loser! Idiot! Wimp! Degenerate! It's really good. Deuce Simmons. Simmons is old. <laughs> some, good re- some really good sound bites there. Just the uh, I love a good roast and whatever the old man said before that. Oh, yeah. The old man is actually the star of that scene. Yeah. I mean, Jim Jim does what he does, but the, the old man boss there is like, I love a good roast. <laughs> Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey, the sad, mistakey maker made another mistake. On Friday, didn't win, and I agreed with him like a dum-dum. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Jake, my record is so bad now. Mm. I'm 22 and 33. You're 26 and 29. It's bad. Yeah, I, I think we found it. If we fade wherever you land, you can make some good money. Yeah, do not agree with me. Yeah, now you know Now you know a day in my shoes. Um, yeah, but, but I got Jim, my... I w- I got my uh, baseball one right. Jim, I will I will bring you to a world you like. And it's your first baseball bet of the year. Maybe we can even give you a baseball column. Oh, wow. We have a baseball yeah. column. It's empty right now. Yeah. Um, and, and Jim, I, I guess we'll... Uh, because baseball money lines are a little... I don't want to say they're shoddy. I'm crossing they're, my fingers uh, you're not betting the Yankees game. No. Come on, Jim. Okay. Not, I, don't, I don't miss bi- business and pleasure. Um, what about this that time This is easy, you- and, and this bet's actually going to pay you... I stopped you there. And this bet's actually going to pay you a little more than what you put in, Jim. This is free money. Wow. So you're We're going to it... Something we talked about earlier. We're going to Atlanta where the players play. The okay. Braves are 0-3. Yes. 0-3. Um, you know, with baseball, you look at the pitching matchups a lot, right? And so this is Hendricks versus Newcomb. Um, Newcomb was pretty solid for Atlanta last year, 12-9, 3 Jim, he's coming into his third season. Jim, the bigger thing here, on the mound for the Cubbies, that's who they're hosting, Kyle Hendricks, who just got paid. Nerd. This is his just-got-paid start. And the Braves are 0-3. They need a win. ATL, baby. Braves. So what is the money line, though? What do you have to bet? Bra- Braves versus... So Cubs. it's Cubs minus 108, which is almost even. That's like if, if you bet the Cubs 20 bucks, you'd 
get paid like eighteen fifty, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it, it that would be reverse. If you bet twenty bucks on on the Braves today and you win, you'd get like twenty one fifty. Yeah. Well, the money line is if you bet a hundred, you would get a hundred and eight. Uh, yeah, it'd be reverse. Yeah, it's one. It's minus one oh six for the Cubs today. Okay, you're choosing the Braves. Choosing the Braves. Choosing the dog. Donaldson and Freeman get on Hendricks early. Dude, the Braves have a good lineup. Braves are good, man. Um, but they what, want that. Want but, that first win. What's Sean Newcomb been up to? Newcomb's solid, man. He's a young guy. I told you he was solid last year. He improved last year. Um, his rookie year, 2017, 4-3-2 ERA, 108Ks. Last year, 12-9, 3-9 ERA, 160Ks. He's improving. He's still trying to get that Kyle Hendricks payday that, what Hendricks get? Four years, 55 mil, something like that? Four year, 55 mil. So, yeah, I think... Uh, Hendricks threw his career high in innings last year. Bravos need a win, Jen. Imagine, imagine if what would we be saying about the Yankees game against the White Sox tonight if they didn't have a win yet? Tigers, and yeah, we'd be saying they need it. Well, I, I threw the White Sox in there for fun. Okay. Um, example. All right. I just think Hendricks is better than Newcomb. Okay. And I think please take the Cubs. Yeah, and I think <laughs> and I think that the Cubs are better than the Braves. They're more seasoned. And I think that the Braves they're they're chalking this oh, it's their home opener, right? Um I don't they, think so. I think yeah, they were just at on, home. Yeah, they were just on no, cuz Bryce was hitting doing stuff at home versus the Braves. Yes. Oh, okay. So uh Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I like the power of the home opener. That's that's honestly the only thing that swayed me right there. Hammer the Cubs. <laughs> I, have, I like the Cubs the whole way, besides the home opener. Hammer the Cubs. The uh, approval of death. Well, I'm 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 one and zero on my MLB money lines. I mean, my on my MLB over unders. So should I do I give one right here? If you want. We got Archer versus Wainwright. That's a pretty good matchup. Okay. Can I give you the Yankees? I think hammer the over of the Yankee game. Okay. It's there eight. It is. It's eight. It's eight and a half. All right. And we Detroit got, been pitching really well. What's that? Detroit's been pitching really well. And they can't score either. <laughs> yeah, but they got Domingo Herman and we got Tyson Ross. He hasn't pitched yet. I'm telling you. All right. We'll see. In the bandbox. That fucking bandbox, Yankee Stadium. Bandbox. Cold. Hasn't warmed up yet. Yanks got to go off or they got to get destroyed. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you're a Yankees fan, tune into the pregame show. Be out around uh, 435 o'clock on the website. Hey, the thought of a bean with someone else, but you know.